Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today we're sitting down with Lindsay Metzelar. She is a content creator and the host of We Met at Acme. We chat all about dating in New York City, how to plan the perfect wedding, and tips for picking out your ideal engagement ring. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm super excited because we are sitting down with Lindsay Metzelar. She's an NYC-based content creator who is the host of the wellness podcast, We Met at Acme. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. This is so gorge, and there's so much light in this room. It's really amazing. It's a very sunny day today. It is a sunny day. It is. is. It's a nice... Um, it's a nice day. Like, I feel like this winter has been the harshest New York City winter since I moved here, like over 10 years ago. And I'm just so ready for spring right now. Same. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it coming. So, um, I am really excited to chat with you about your whole journey, how you started the podcast. But tell me when you were younger, what did you think that you'd be doing like as a career right now? It's so funny. I honestly, like, so many things when I was much, much younger. And Mm -hmm. then when I started to get a little older, I really thought that I would be a therapist, Mm -hmm. which is not that different than a podcast host, you know? Um, You give advice, you you talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I definitely thought that- kind of a weird thing for a child to want to be though, right? I know, right? Well, I'm so interested in other people's lives, Mm -hmm. which is a big part of why I have my podcast. And I was like, what's the best career to find out about people's lives? I also, there was a moment where I thought I was going to be a lawyer just because I'm really good at arguing. (laughs) Like last (laughs) night, um, have you been to St. Theo's? I'm actually going tonight. No way. (laughs) Oh, we have to get like the mac and cheese type of pasta. But um, I was at St. Theo's last night and we were in, we're sitting at the bar and it was like kind of in this private room area unintentionally and we were finishing up and the one of the like the guys who works there came over and he's like we need you to um to close out because we have like a private party coming and taking this room Mm -hmm. and i was like okay and what are we like what are you gonna do for us like is there gonna be some sort of round is there are you gonna you know give us your number so we can always get into this restaurant he was like you should be a lawyer yeah well, I mean, that's a good response because like you're right. kicking you out. So exactly. they gotta give you something. Yeah, if a restaurant kicks you out of a room, like what what are we getting in return? So what they know? give you? They took um like a round of drinks off our bill. That's which nice. Which is really great. That's yeah. nice. Um I'm gonna maybe I'll use that today. Yeah, use it tonight. I'll tell you his <laughs> name after. I don't wanna blow up his yeah, mouth. Yeah, um so a therapist or a lawyer. So what was the journey like to becoming a podcast host and content creator? Totally. So I actually had a social media consultant company, which was like my job before I started the podcast. And then before that, I just did in-house social for different brands. Um, and when I got dumped on my 27th birthday, <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Like That's pretty harsh sucks. on your birthday. Yeah. Brutal. And it was by the worst guy ever that like everyone could have told me this would have happened. Um, And I was like, clearly I know nothing about dating and I would love to know a lot more and kind of talk about it, open the conversation. And at the time there were no dating podcasts. It was like four and a half, almost five years ago now. And it was just like serial that like crime Mm -hmm. podcasts and like bunch of news podcasts and so I had my friend come over and we recorded our conversation and then I was like I'm gonna release this as a podcast and he's like what's that and I was like (laughs) I'm not sure honestly and um it just grew from there which was really fun 
So it's wildly successful, your podcast, and you talk about all sorts of different topics. Um, how did you like learn and grow like from starting your podcast and now you're married? So how did that like impact you and your personal relationship? Yeah, it did so much because I really like I really didn't know anything about dating when I started the podcast. And I had so many guests on who had such like a wealth of knowledge, like mm -hmm. whether they were therapists or dating experts or just all types of professionals or people who had been in really long relationships, authors. And I took little tidbits of knowledge from everything that they told me. And every all my listeners got to kind of see my journey of dating and like it not working out or, you know, the, the journey of like kissing a lot of frogs. Mm -hmm. And then I finally kind of knew, um, you know, two and a half years ago or two years ago when I met my now husband, like what to be looking for and like what was not settling and, and all of the good things that, you know, make a great healthy relationship. And so I was able to find something healthy, which is so crucial. I feel like when you're someone who gives dating advice, yeah. you have to be in a good relationship. Well, I feel like there are a lot of people that I follow that give dating advice that might not be in healthy totally. relationships yeah. or like are single, <laughs> which is like totally fine. Yeah. But, um, I feel like it's, it's, definitely like validating when you're listening to someone whose relationship you admire too and like followed you along the journey right right do you ever feel like vulnerable or awkward like sharing your personal experiences with everyone totally <laughs> i feel i feel like at this point it's i'm used to it but if if i ever take a step back and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just shared that then i like go a little crazy so i try not to do that um but <laughs> I definitely am, am very open. I'm sure my husband would like me to be less. <laughs> Do you talk about your relationship on your podcast ever? Rare. I like rarely talk about like myself mm -hmm. or I usually talk about other people, but... Yeah. I mean, people do always ask me because, like, we do work together and mm -hmm. do everything together. If that's like, yeah, that's is, my husband. Is yeah. husband. <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the romantic tension between the two of you. <laughs> so yeah, he's like always around. He's like just. We, some people might think it's unhealthy, but like we live together, work together, like do everything together. But yeah. it like works. So sometimes we like talk about that dynamic. I but, love that. When's yeah. your birthday? Uh January twenty fourth. So you're an Aquarius. When's his? Uh, March third. Oh, Pisces. Not a typical combination uh, match, right? Not typical, but not not typical. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel are Aquarius Pisces. Oh, really? They've been yeah. together for a long time. They have. They have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Aquarius sun, but I'm a Taurus moon and a, and a Scorpio rising. Oh, very interesting. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. That also is like, yeah, well, I won't get into it, but unless you want me to. But yeah. That's... But so I'm, I'm like, I dabble in astrology. I'm like into it, mm -hmm. but... Give me all of your like wealth and knowledge. Well, I feel like you um, you have like more intense energy than an Aquarius might, you know, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Um, Scorpio and Taurus are opposite signs. So you come off the opposite of how you really are deep down, mm. which is very interesting. That is interesting. Um, Taurus moon love like the finer things in life, which yeah. of course the clear cut, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and Scorpio risings have just like an aura about them, like a very um, intense, like they 
I like mag- magnetism. Um, so that's very I think cool. a lot of people when they first meet me actually have been told that I'm like very like standoffish or like scary. And I'm like, maybe that's my Scorpio rise. <laughs> oh, it's all Scorpio. Scorpio is the scariest, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> How did you like learn all about this? I, when I was in college, my, um, I wasn't able to go abroad because I, I messed up and didn't take the right class. Someone <laughs> ended up moving in and being my roommate for that semester. And she brought all these astrology books and she was like, you have to read about your day. And I was like, I don't, that's like, I don't yeah. believe in that stuff, but like, you're so sweet. And then I did one de- one night and I was like, wow, that's actually very spot on. Mm-hmm. And like, otherwise I haven't really believed in anything mm-hmm. spiritual. So it was kind of like my religion for a little bit in college. And then I just learned about it and I'm like an amateur. You should like charge for chart readings. Or something. I do sometimes. <laughs> I swear. But the I was other like, day, I, would, I would be like a customer. Oh my god, no, it's so funny. But like, I'm not. I'm not legit. Like, I, you know, <laughs> somehow people still, you know, want to pay me for it. But I'm, I'm not legit. And the other day, somebody. At least you're honest and upfront. No, of about. course. I mean, I'm, I'm in, like, I try. Like, I do it with what I know. But yeah. I definitely have not taken a class or anything on it. And the other day, I did a reading for a girl who was so sweet. And I accidentally inputted the time of her birth wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) And it was so bad. And she was like, my co-star says, like, I'm this rising sign. But you told me I was this. And I was like, I'm sure co-star is wrong. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) It was me. It was me. What's your sign and your husband's sign? I'm a Libra with a Virgo rising Capricorn moon. And he is a... I feel like that's a good combo. Oh, thank you. I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, really? I, don't, I, like, I, I clearly don't know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah. Um, and my husband's a Cancer with a, also Virgo rising and Sagittarius moon. So. so Virgos are like super like organized and like you know, clean. And I feel like Libras yeah. are like Kim Kardashian's a Libra, yeah. right? So they like, so you know love, a thing or two. they love like looking good exactly. and like fashion exactly. and Capricorns are really hardworking. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So those are all good things. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, so what like challenges have you faced with like voicing your opinions on like social media or like through your podcast? Like, do you face like any backlash? How do you deal with that? Oh, all the time. I feel like we all do, right? Like if we have more more than you know 200 followers on instagram <laughs> someone's going to be in our dms telling us we're doing something wrong right um i think it's really hard to do right by every single person there's always going to be you know someone saying oh you you said this wrong you said this incorrectly but um it's it's really nice when someone reaches out and they were like you know you tackled this topic which is difficult and you did it really well mm-hmm. and it's like oh thank you because that's rare no one ever reaches out usually to say like good things so when someone does it's it's really nice or like you when you hear something negative it kind of overpowers like any oh, like always. positive comments always. That you get. i think it should be illegal to have podcast reviews <laughs> Like, it really should. Well, it's kind of like, I think it's like Yelp reviews or something where you only get a review if, like, it's a one star and someone hated it or, like, they loved it. If it's just, like, good and people right. like it, you don't, like, hear from them. Exactly. <laughs> it's only people who either want to complain or, like, the podcast changed their life. There's no in between. Yeah. And it's, I think a lot of times, like, it's the people that are complaining that, like, you hear more. Of course. Yeah. So you said that you sometimes get, like, maybe embarrassed or like it's awkward talking about these topics what does like your family and like friends think Mm, when i first started (laughs) it i my phone was like ringing off the hook from 
my family and like my sister <laughs> who is like kind of more religious and she's like i can't believe you're talking about this stuff like like mommy and daddy you're gonna be so mad that like you're talking about sex and it just like wasn't a big deal eventually like everyone kind of got used to it it was once so once i started to become like very serious with my husband um my like his parents started listening oh, yeah. and i was like oh no no and i would like talk about our sex sometimes and his like his mom has heard those episodes so like i can't even i can't even fathom that you should be like mom don't listen no i say that i'm like please skip ahead like parents but nobody listens obviously because yeah. like would you if you were a parent no and you you're heard like that? you're curious yeah and then at our wedding his dad gave a speech and he's like i forgot how he said it exactly but he's like We've been listening to your podcast, Lindsay, like for a while. So we know a lot about you. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. So um, you just got married recently and you went through, like, obviously the engagement, the wedding process. A lot of our clients obviously are like about to get engaged, about to start yeah. that whole chapter in their lives. And I have calls with, you know, women all the time being like, I know exactly what I want, but like, do I work with my partner to pick out my ring? Like, do, am I going to be surprised? So I feel like, you know, historically it's always been like the guy picks out the ring and you're surprised and you're happy with like whatever you get. But I feel like that's been changing a lot recently and, right. you know, with women having a say with what they wear on their hand for the rest of their lives, they should be like more involved. What are like your tips or like takes on how that dynamic works? Yeah, I think there's like a, a middle ground. So I don't think that you go ring shopping with your partner, or at least that's not what I would want to do mm -hmm. because I like, I'm such like a romantic at heart, like that Libra in me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to be surprised. I want to be swept off my feet and shocked and, um, but at the same time, you don't want to get an ugly ring that like you're going to have to wear and not say anything and have this weird like resentment. But and it's feel like bad. expensive. It's an investment. So expensive. Yeah. It's it's actually really funny. It reminds me of this. Um, there was a Super Bowl commercial. Um, I don't know if it was this year or last year or the last time, whatever. And and like the um, the husband's like, honey, I or maybe it was an SNL skit. He's like, honey, I got us a car. And mm -hmm. like, you know how like they're always surprising like yeah. the significant other with a car. And she's like, and like, you know, the wife is supposed to be like, oh my God. Yeah. But the wife is like, what? Like, <laughs> this is like a huge investment. Like, yeah. we should have discussed this. <laughs> and yeah. I always thought that was so funny. And that's like the ring. And, you know, I think I made sure that my husband knew what kind of ring I wanted. Um, I actually was in a lucky situation in which um, his best friend was like, what ring do you want? Um, which was great. Yeah, because then you're like, how do I broach the conversation? Like, I don't exactly. want to be like presumptuous, but right, like right. probably will be. Right, exactly. Yeah. But even before then, whenever somebody would get engaged, because it's always on social media now, I'd be like, oh my God, look, like Taryn got engaged. What do you think of her ring? <laughs> like, and then he'd be like, oh it looks pretty and then i'd be like but this is what i would want you know <laughs> like i would always take that opportunity Be like take notes uh -huh. <laughs> but like i think for my advice for women you know about to go through that or going through that like if there's a place like like clear cut or like you know i'd be like go here and you know have ask for joan and yeah. she'll know what to do you know yeah like 
give us all the information right, know exactly. exactly what you want and then we'll pass it along right, like i've ask- had like powerpoint sent to me being exactly. like this is what it is yeah like ask olivia like yeah. she knows my size awesome and yeah so i think that is a good way to kind of get around like so you're still surprised but you know exactly what you want yeah um if you don't have someone like asking you like what kind of ring you want like how and you don't bring that up like what are like some ways that you would broach that conversation i think like have you already discussed that you're getting engaged no like if you don't haven't like if you're super serious but like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes guys like don't Mm -hmm. bring that up yeah Yeah. (laughs) how do you like bring it up i would be like i would make it about them and not us so i'd be like so like when do you see yourself or like when did you see yourself getting married to somebody mm. like i'm out of this equation you know yeah. when did you see yourself to anyone not me yeah exactly like what did what did you feel like mm-hmm. you know growing up like you what what you what age did you wanna or you, do you feel like you'd settle i hate the word settled down but like that you'd get married yeah and then they'll be like oh you know i always thought i'd get married at like 35 and you'll either be like, oh, great, that's next year, or like, that's okay, that's year. in five years. See well, how did you do with your husband? I I think when we when we moved in together, we knew yeah, that. Yeah, because that's a big step. That was a huge step. We, like, f- put all our finances in an Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> and, like, there was just no way that we neither of us, like, were on the same page about our future. Right. And then instead of having a sit-down conversation like that, it was more just like he was always saying like you're my person and like you know those things and phrases that like give you the affirmation that of course it's heading in that direction i just didn't feel like i had to bring it up um so were you surprised when you got engaged like how i was i genuinely was surprised (laughs) i have also never been surprised in my life because my whole thing is like you know staying on top and organized and knowing everything that's going on and and so he um it was september 4th and he had basically he he knew that I wouldn't have been surprised if he planned something Mm -hmm. because there's always like a planner in the relationship more or less and that was me yeah I'm the planner too yeah and so if all of a sudden your husband was like oh I made us this great reservation at your favorite yeah you'd be like that's so sus (laughs) and I just didn't want it to be like that so I had actually made us a dinner reservation that night (laughs) and um he so badly wanted me to not be surprised that he let me lose that reservation. And now that restaurant definitely hates me. Um, and we were like waiting for for dinner. We had like an hour to spare. And he, my friend called me and he was like, hey, I'm outside your house. Like, come say hi. And so I naturally was like, Steven, who's my husband. I was like, come say hi. Ryan's like outside our house because we have like a lake and he's also mm-hmm. lives on the lake. And so we went to the lake to say hi to Ryan and all of this was my idea or so I thought. Yeah. And then we get to the lake and I'm like, where the, like, where's Ryan? And he's like, Ryan's not coming and like takes my phone. I'm like, what's going on? Oh and my gets God. On one day. But I was definitely surprised. Wow. He must know you really well because that like worked out perfectly. And he really does. He oh does. my God. That's so awesome. So when you were planning your wedding, what are like some pieces of advice that you would give to someone else because it's a I feel like it's always so weird when you like start planning your wedding because you're like wait I've never done this before but like no one else who is planning a wedding uh maybe you have but like yeah. your first wedding like right. has any idea where to start what to do how much things cost like so what are some tips totally um or advice that you got from planning your own yeah I would say start 
um i mean obviously make a budget first i feel like that's that's the most important thing i feel thing. like when when i was doing it i was yeah. like oh yeah i could like totally do like a whole wedding for like 20k oh oh my god i thought that <laughs> i thought that my budget was gonna be so different than what it was well yeah so you like set a budget but you yeah. had no idea yeah, like i had no, no idea how idea. many how much no things idea. cost and then so, i was like oh right that's not gonna mm-hmm. work you're like oh 20k for like one Flowers? flower <laughs> yeah so I would, I would maybe, yeah, talk to friends first whose mm-hmm. weddings you loved and you're like, you know, what was your budget if you feel comfortable? Yeah. And then I think the first thing that I did and I'm so happy I did was hire a wedding planner because mm-hmm. I am terrible at planning an event like that. And I just wouldn't have had the time to do it. Like some, some women do plan their own it's weddings. Like a full-time and it's, job. Yeah. And it's amazing, but it's a full-time job and then some. And so hire a wedding planner if you're able to then the venue, then um, the dress, and then like the rest will follow. Um, But definitely those are like the big three that you need to get out of the way just because they take the longest to like, you know, happen. And hopefully if you hire a full service planner, like they will get on most of the rest of the things. They'll do the negotiating for you. Um, They have all the contacts. Exactly. And so that, and then also just like if you're fighting, because like, I don't know one couple that hasn't had at least one fight during their wedding planning process. Mm -hmm. Just remember like why you're doing this in the first place and that you're on the same team. And it's always like the silliest fights when you're wedding planning. It's like where people are going to sit. or Always. That's what we fought about. We're like still fighting about Uh where people were sitting at our wedding three Uh years ago. Where was your wedding? Um, It was in Italy. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Where was yours? It was in Palm Beach. Oh, beautiful. I wish it was in Italy. I feel like you you got married before COVID, right? The summer before in 2019. You're so lucky. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole new world. I have three weddings in Italy this summer, though. Oh, that's amazing. I was like, uh, this is like excessive you should just work out of italy i know well i don't know if my employees would be too happy <laughs> i would love to if you could bring them they'd be happy yeah we can have a little clear-cut outpost there for the summer yeah, like, a little pop-up yeah hey everyone olivia here hope you're enjoying our episode our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind Our collection is ever-changing, and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. So, on your TikTok, I know that you do, like, four things to know before doing this, or four tips for that. So, I want to know, what are your four tips um for someone who is looking to get an engagement ring like what are four things they need to know beforehand and we'll also look at some engagement rings um tip number one know your ring size i feel like so many people do not know their ring size and it's honestly pretty easy even if you don't go in somewhere just try on your friend's rings and then you know you'll get closer to knowing um i would say to know the shape of what you want like i love the oval um this is a big guy it's (laughs) 5.36 i might have to upgrade (laughs) i love the oval because i have long um fingers and i feel like it looks best on me Mm -hmm. um so know like the shape um I think know where you want it to be from. Of course, you want it to be from somewhere that's like really 
wonderful and somewhere that can help you if you have to change the size or change something after the fact and somewhere that's just like really reliable and responsive. Um, and then, um, I mean, I guess that's like kind of it. I have to think of a fourth, maybe know what you don't want. Cause that's helpful too. Mm-hmm. It's always good to know. Um, so that if you're having an open conversation with your partner, you can be like, I would never want a, um, pair is that what it is a pair never (laughs) so good they won't get you that yeah exactly so i have three different engagement rings here and kind of wanted to get your opinion on you know what type of person or what type of like style do each of these rings kind of represent so we can start with like the first one which is the one you gravitated towards which is the five uh 0.3 carat oval on like a simple yellow gold band which looks very similar to your ring. i love this (laughs) i think this is like my exact vibe, except make it a billionaire. <laughs> um, I I think it's gorgeous. It's simple. I love the mix of the gold and the diamond. Like mm-hmm. what could be better? And I think it can really go with any like wedding band, which is mm-hmm. really nice. Um, I think the second. So I'm this still. This one is yeah. a. What is that? It's a cushion cut. It's a seven carat cushion cut. Okay, so I'm still learning about the phrases and stuff of the so of the rings. So this is a pave diamond band with a hidden halo and north, south, east, west prongs. Okay, wow. <laughs> um, I'm like, I have to go back to my four things now that I know these these the lingo. <laughs> I think this is for somebody who is, you know, probably also a billionaire. <laughs> no, but um, someone who is like you know, more of a girly bride, I would say. Um, I mean, it's absolutely gorge. It's definitely a little like showy for my taste, but I could see why someone would love it. Yeah. Like this is like, we've been married or we've been dating for 10 years. You better fucking, oh, sorry. (laughs) You better, you better serve. Um, and this one is a three and a half carat round brilliant with tapered baguettes. I love this. This to me is like total classic bride. Mm -hmm. Like this is like my best friend's wedding bride. Mm -hmm. Like this is old school, like, um, I don't know, like sixties wedding bride almost to me. Um, and it, and it again, like goes with a lot of stuff. I think if, if I didn't get the oval, I would consider this because it's such a classic. Yeah. Awesome. So obviously, if you were to pick one, it would be this guy. It would be that one, except that one would eat my ring for lunch. <laughs> Upgrade one day. I know. I <laughs> Thank you for playing. Of course. That was so fun. So talking about jewelry, are there any like special pieces of jewelry that have like extra significance uh, that you wear or like that you have and, you know? Um, These earrings that I'm wearing, I actually got for the holidays this year from my uh from my husband and i really love them i just love that they're like a double hoop in one Mm -hmm. um other than that i'm pretty i wear a lot of um bracelets randomly my sister got me a bracelet with my initials for um me being her maid of honor years ago which i wear um i wear another bracelet with a note from my grandpa who it just says I love you your poppy and it makes me just feel like he's like always with me that's so sweet um 
I wear a Libra bracelet because of course I have mm. to have something astrology related <laughs> and other than that um you know just my wedding ring and my wedding band and I usually don't wear anything else um I have like a little necklace on but that's it really if you could just pick one like type of jewelry to wear one piece of jewelry to wear like what would it be hmm I actually really love a choker too. I feel like it never goes out of style, mm-hmm. you know? Really dresses things mm-hmm. up. It really does. It's it's a vibe. Awesome. So for like your content and your episodes, like how do you get like inspiration to like have new ideas, keep creating, staying relevant? Like I at least for us, I know like we have always like a hard time. Like, what do we do next? How many things yeah. can we talk about? Diamonds. No, totally. Um, but yeah, how do you get inspiration? It's really the same with me. Like I struggle sometimes too, but it, it all comes from our listeners and followers, like being able to engage with everyone and hearing what they want to be, you know, what they want talked about, whether it's like the new person who's gaslighting someone in The Bachelor or <laughs> um, like West Elm Caleb or whatever's mm-hmm. trending on TikTok. Like that stuff always kind of relates back to different dating scenarios and, you know, what... Um, you know, gaslighting is what abundance mindset is like little things that just people are talking about, whether it's a buzzword or like an actual dating situation that they want unpacked. So just tuning into like what, what everyone wants to hear, but it's hard. So from uh, doing your podcast, like what, I mean, dating in New York can be like really tough, like really hard. Like what are some pieces of advice you would give to like a single woman like trying to navigate like the New York dating scene it's so hard I feel like I actually just give the, gave this advice this week and um it's it sounds kind of crazy but like date like you have a boyfriend okay <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I feel like when you have a boyfriend and you're like out with your girls you just have a different energy mm-hmm. that's just not like please notice me it's more like I'm like it's more like I'm taking care of this group of gals that I'm with and like I'm like you know not afraid to go up to the group of single guys and be like hey my friend thinks you're cute and that energy to me is so much more appealing than the like oh my god like notice me at the bar like how do I get your attention so it's like like a security and confidence yeah exactly and I think just not being afraid to keep going on dates whether it's like from apps or people you meet in person being a yes person in new york we get so many opportunities to meet people all the time we're Mm -hmm. walking on the street every day we're on the subway we're at an event that our friend dragged us to we're at the movies like we're just doing so much and i feel like there's always an opportunity so just like open your eyes and like be aware of your surroundings how'd you meet your husband we actually met years and years ago when, when we were 25. So he went to um, high school with one of my best friends from college. And so I knew his name. He knew my name. But it was just very much like, hey, how are you? Like ships passing the night. Mm-hmm. And then we ran into each other on New Year's Eve um, when it was becoming 2020, the craziest year <laughs> of all. So we had about two and a half months to date IRL before shit hit the fan. Oh my God. Which is nuts. But we had known each other before. So because of that, we felt definitely more comfortable with one another to like start quarantining together and the whole thing. And that really expedites things, quarantining Beyond. together. And how did you guys meet? 
Um, so we both went to diamond school. We went to GIA, um, but we were in different classes, but we had the same free periods. And I would see him. I thought he was cute, but he like didn't ever approach me. So um, I noticed that he took the up train uptown after school and I took it downtown. So one day I followed him home on the train and I was just like, oh, my God. Hey, I think you're like in my my school like i already did the class that you did like if you need like help with anything I'm oh really my god it's so cute and yeah the rest is history that's amazing so yeah, i stalked him no that's so good though <laughs> we actually like my someone we did a podcast episode and someone told us a similar story about how they just like kept walking by their like got the guy who ended up becoming their boyfriend before just kept walking by him kept walking by him kept walking by him so that he would think that like it was some like cosmic yeah. thing and it worked <laughs> well i think i was just like annoyed because there weren't that many people in like our school and like yeah. i saw him like looking at me but he never like came and talked to me and i was like what is his deal like yeah come talk to me i'm not gonna like go talk to him right. but i guess like i did i'm sure you were intimidating <laughs> i'm gonna have to get the two of you to come on we met at acme and explain more of that in depth. oh my god that'd be so funny um but yeah so i always say like i followed him home and snatched him up i love it <laughs> um so yeah anyway back to so have like have the confidence or the yeah. mindset yeah. of having confidence, a boyfriend mindset and abundance mindset no like what's abundance mindset so it's all about just knowing so it's abundance mindset and then scarcity mindset and scarcity mindset is when you're like oh my god there are no guys left i'm not gonna find anyone mm -hmm. there's no jobs for me there's no this like everyone you know else gets guys and has boyfriends and i don't and like kind of victimhood and like things like that whereas abundance mindset is like there's enough to go around for everyone. Like I'm taken care of the right person for me will come around. There's a million fish in the sea. And like, I'm so excited to when it's my time to like meet the right person. And so that energy is just so much better than the scarcity energy. And like having that doesn't allow you to like settle. It doesn't allow you to like go home with anyone who looks at you, you know, it's like you just, you hold yourself to a higher standard and like you end up probably finding someone better for you. I feel like that it's really easy to fall into the scarcity mindset and you it have is. to like actively work to be in that abundance mindset. 100%. Even with like people who host podcasts, like I'm like, oh, that other podcast is so good. You know, they have so many listeners and that's not good. Like it should be like, wow, this other podcast hosted by a woman is doing so well, which means that my podcast hosted by a woman has the potential to also do well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never good to like compare yourself. Never. Um, just compete with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. And so abundance mindset, I just learned that that's good. I, I have been working on that for the past year, like writing every day, like in a little journal. And yeah. I think that it has helped me like Definitely. have a more when you have a more positive outlook you're like okay things are gonna come exactly when, when it's the right time exactly you know? awesome so where do you see yourself in the next five years like what is your like goal what are some like fun projects you're working on i'm working on a few fun projects um but nothing i can sadly jinx just yet okay. <laughs> but i do see myself hopefully being able to help more and more women especially and people with dating on like a larger scale and um and just being like kind of a big sister to to people in their dating journey because i feel like it's the most important decision that we make really definitely and um i think it's 
great to like have advice from someone who like understands like healthy relationships and you know can give that good advice for sure so where can people listen to you follow you keep up with all the fun new things that you have in store you can listen wherever you listen to podcasts at we met at acme um on instagram and my personal is Lynn's Metz and yeah. Oh, and we have, I don't know when this is coming out, but we have a really fun live show April 3rd. So if for some reason this is before that, come to our live show at Caroline's. You can get tickets in my link in bio on We Met at Acme's Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Awesome. That was such a fun conversation. I love chatting all about the abundance mentality. What are some things you guys want to attract from the universe? <laughs>